Hey, Julie. Hello, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast about Big Brother. Julie, by the way, spelled almost any way you would like to spell it, as we saw tonight. My name is Brett. Danielle, my partner, my co-host, is trapped at a train station in Vermont. Serves you right for going to Vermont. Just kidding. If you are a big brother fan, if you're a Hey Julie fan in Vermont, I'm not. I'm not coming at you. I like Vermont. Bernie Sanders, good guy. He's from Vermont, right? Or is he from New Hampshire? I don't know. Anyways, it's just going to be me tonight. We just had an episode. Don't know if it's good or bad. We just had an episode where Nick nominated Jess and Cliff because why do anything interesting, right? Like this whole this whole camp comeback thing makes for we saw the basically the best case scenario of it tonight like as a TV producer right where the person doesn't go on to the, doesn't go to meet Julie Chen meet spelled M E A T Julie spelled spelled G J U L I E I I O L O U I E the Kemi doesn't go to meet Julie Chen she just stays in the house and gets into a fight with Bella like that's cool but that's probably the best case scenario we're getting, right? David and Ovi, great episode tonight. Not, right? David and Ovi, not really seen in this episode at all tonight. Uh, it's, it's, it's kind of a cool idea. It's not really playing out. People are playing very, way too safely. I just wish there was one person in the BB producer's cabal in the minds, uh, in that in that room where they come up with these twists and stuff, and it's like, can't there be one person who's like, yeah, but if they all uh, have to wait until week five to actually know that someone will be evicted for sure, maybe they'll all play conservatively, and maybe maybe other people will be like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't do this twist then. I don't know. So we have an episode tonight where where. Stuff happens. It, it's it, very interesting. I think Tuesday night's episode or Wednesday night's, whenever it is, Wednesday night's episode will be interesting because it's not until the final moments of this episode where things happen. Nicole alerts Nick and Bella that, like, they're kind of on the outs. Nick and Bella for weeks have been like, yes, when it's our chance, we're going to we're going to go after Jack and Jackson and. Beth, all those people. And then once Nick wins HOH, they're all like, oh, let's be best friends. Oh, man, I love that. I love that key hanging around your neck. I love the picture of your your mom and your dog and all that stuff. We're best friends. We're never going to vote each other out. You know what's going to happen? If, you know, there's only not eight of us left and every, all the other people are gone and they have we have to nominate someone, we're just not going to do it. We're just not even going to nominate someone. We're not even going to evict someone. That's how much we love you. Nick and Bella Buy it hook, line, and sinker. So Nick and Bella find out like that they're on the outs and they're not really even going to do anything about it. Nick says, I'm jumping all around the episode. Nick says, oh, if I find out what Nicole said is true, I'm going to backdoor Jack or Jackson. We'll see what happens. Not likely. So let's go through the episode. I think I'll hit some questions at the end. Apologies that if Danielle is your favorite house guest on this podcast, I apologize. You know what? Write a letter to Amtrak or whatever train company runs 
New England area. That's why Nicole's not, or no, Danielle's not here. Oh, I was getting my New Yorker, New York women confused. All right. So uh, Cliff says <laughs> very early on in this episode, there's a lot more strategy than we're hearing about. Yeah. You think, Cliff? Not looking good for Cliff. Cliff is kind of a bit of a dunce. I, I, hey, I love Cliff. We all love Cliff, but like, maybe not playing the best game. Maybe on the block for a reason. For a reason, waking up at nine in the morning, pouring a cup of coffee, and just like loudly discussing his plans. When you're on Big Brother, listeners of Hey Julie, when you're on Big Brother, first thing as always is to shout out Hey Julie podcast at hey julie bp you know come on get our listens up all right second when you do talk to the feeds maybe just pull up that lav mic maybe just pull that up to your face and just whisper into it i think i'm in a i'm in a i'm in an alliance with ovi who's not in, currently in the game and nicole we call ourselves a fellowship of the zing instead of shouting it out loud Nicole, okay, so that's that's fine. It's just a funny quote I wrote down. Nicole's going around asking all, acting all crazy because she thinks the rogue vote is going to be pinned on her. And I love Nicole. We all love Nicole. She's ranked number one on on the Joker's daily uh, stock watch, favorite house guest watch. Uh, maybe people would not be blaming her if she stopped acting like a psychopath. Like if she was, she's going around crying to everyone. I feel like it's going to be pinned on me. I feel like everyone's pinning this on me. Maybe just be cool. Maybe just be like, yeah. Maybe, oh yeah. It wasn't, wasn't me. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know why anyone would pin it on me. We even have a conversation with her and Nick later where she's like, if I did do it, I would be acting cool. No, I don't, I don't know about that. Like we're seeing some, some cracks in the Nicole armor here. Or admit it. Be like, yeah, I did do it because I just wanted to throw a sympathy vote. Sure. Just move on. Just be cool. Whatever. Whatever. Bella and Kemi have a fight. Again, as I mentioned earlier, like, this is the best case. This is the, this is what, this is the best thing that we could expect out of Camp Comeback is like two people fighting. Don't touch me. I'm not touching you. You, you. you know, are you dumb? That was kind of funny. Bella saying we're the only two people who were nice to you. That's weird. Um, Jackson admits to Jack that he was the rogue vote, and that he cannot. <laughs> the funniest part for me was he was like, "You cannot fucking tell Christy." <laughs> we'll see about that. We'll see about that. Christy is like number one for Jack. And 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 to what I was talking about earlier, we have a scene after where Nicole just like just does not shut up about her feeling that she's being pinned with this hinky vote. And even Beth says, oh, I, this doesn't really mean anything like it was only one vote. And maybe Beth isn't like the best person to be taking st strategic advice from. But I don't know. I feel like. Nicole was right in that she was being pinned on it, but even. Even Jackson said, oh, I, I was going to pin it on Cliff. I could have pinned it on Cliff. You know, I was thinking about yeah, either Nicole or Cliff to pin it on. Just be cool. Just be cool. Nick even sees through Jackson's 
sort of uh, protests that, oh, I think Nicole was doing this. I think Nicole's doing this. Nick is like, you know, Jackson and I are ostensibly in this alliance together, and and but Jackson has never really spoken game with me. Jackson, Nick sees through it. He has all the right instincts, but can't can't back it up with anything, you know. And and it's just it's just been a bit of a frustrating week. Um, I think the next episode will be even more frustrating, but potentially, but potentially, you know, I think there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's been a comp. It's a complicated week. Like I'm not really sure what's going to happen at the end of the week, but we have to talk about this panic comp. I have some thoughts on Madagascar mayhem. So we've seen with these whacktivity comps. I pronounce the H in whacktivity. We've seen in these whacktivity comps that the way they sort of dole out. The producers, the editors dole out how uh, how they're going to portray this comp, how they're going to portray how it's performed, is that they're essentially going to show the, they're going to show one person run through it and explain the rules, explain how they did on it, and then do a bit of a montage, at least in the last two, with, um, you know, with other people kind of going through it. So you don't really see the results. It's how they do a lot of these timed ones where they where everybody goes through it individually. So on a, uh, a spelling competition, they have Annalise narrate this one. And uh, let me tell you, it was rough. That was rough. It was a bit like an episode of Blue's Clues and not in a good way. She's like, I can find EV. Like I'm trying to spell eviction. I can find EVI, but I can't find the rest. Long pause. And I'm like sort of expecting remember blues clues. There'd be like, he'd be like, Hey, what color are these shoes that I'm wearing? Long pause. And then like the voice of like nine, <laughs> four year olds would be like, orange. Long pause. Right. Orange. I'm wearing orange shoes. This this was just rough. It just felt like it. Like, I know she's like 20 years old or whatever. It's just like, it was weird. And then she can't even spell Julie. Rough. This was rough. This was like in a season where half of the foot care, the players had racist. Most of them are, are not even very good at this game. Annalise not being able to spell Julie was probably one of the roughest things I've seen. Anyways, Christy wins it. Wins the diamond power of veto. The power of manifestation helps her win the power of veto. She's like, I'm not going to tell a soul except maybe Tommy tells Tommy instantly. Um, Lots of stuff going on in this episode, mainly. And this is, I've seen this on the feeds. Why are why are we eating cereal from a glass, from a drinking glass, from a tall a pint glass? Is this a portion control exercise? Hey, don't give me a big bowl because I'm just gonna fill it up with with my grape nuts. I'm gonna fill it up with Count Chocula. But if you just put it in that little pint glass, yeah, have like a nice little cereal snack. 
I wonder what I would if I if I were to go on Big Brother. I wonder what would be my snack where the internet just kills me. Brett and his Cheez-Its. There he goes again, walking into the bathroom for forty-five minutes with some Cheez-Its cereal. Like you can't. It's almost like the the, the people eating cereal now. It's weird, like because you can eat cereal and now people will not notice because if you eat a, an amount of cereal that's less than Matt. From was it BB nineteen? If you eat an amount of cereal that's less than Matt from BB nineteen, like no one will will recognize it. But if you start to get up to those Matt levels, people will be like, "What are you, Matt, or something?" Which is not a good comp. You don't want to be comp to Matt. Hashtag cereal thoughts. Moving on. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying this episode. By the way, I feel like you're not. Tell me. At me on Twitter, at Brett Raider, just if you want me to feel better. So, uh, Nicole is talking to Kemi. She's like, yo, I realize that grateful is a thing. And Kemi, Nicole, Kemi tells Nicole that, like, hey, one of the reasons why this is a thing and it's strong and why they're kind of going after you and Cliff is like, and already Ovi is out the door, is of Cliff's Notes Gate. Cliff Notes Gazi, 2019. Christy overheard Cliff. Do you have his Cliff Notes? Um, so Nicole now has some information. She takes to Cliff. Cliff is like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I love Cliff, but don't like one star review. Hey, Julie, for saying this, but don't report me on Twitter. But um, I don't know if Cliff is very good at Big Brother. I said it. I love Cliff. Like, we knew Cliff wasn't going to win the game, right? But, like, maybe, just maybe, if Cliff goes home this week and Cliff doesn't win uh, the return from camp comeback. Like, I think we've gotten more weeks with Cliff than we could have. You know, with the over-under for, for weeks with Cliffs, like one and a half weeks, a half a week, you know, if you were betting in Vegas, would you have bet that he, like, would have survived less than a week or, like, less than one week in the in the game? You know, especially seeing how Summer Steve's 2019 panned out. How, um, <laughs> what was that guy from the Boogie Down Bronx? I can't remember anybody's names anymore. The cop. The cop was like, I'm from the Bronx. <laughs> uh Danielle's father, you know, her dad, her daddy, whatever. Like old guys don't do well in the show. So like, I feel like by having four weeks of cliff, then maybe, maybe, you know, this is the best we could have had with him. We've, we've extended his life more than we can. So cliff is a stud, but maybe he's playing the game like a dud. Danny will text me tomorrow. Like, what the hell are you saying? You idiot. Speaking of people who aren't idiots. Cat calls Muesli Mussolini. Interesting. Interesting. We had a great little montage of Cat. We'll be seeing some more of Cat on the Wednesday night episode. I'm sure of it. She pierced her belly button. Hey, Cat, what is that? Does that hurt to pierce your own belly button? I don't know. I was drunk. This was a good one. This is a good one. I'm in an alliance called Party of One. <laughs> it's an all-girls alliance. That's actually really funny. I think Cat should take some UCB classes. Maybe she has. She's brilliant. I love Kat. Kat will play into whatever happens 
in the second episode of the week. So here we go. We're, we're rounding, we're rounding into home. Nicole's chatting with Jackson. Jackson's like, yo, I, you know, I, I wanted you to win HOH because I would have ha- had you go after Nick and Bella. Nicole takes his news to Nick and Bella and they are like, oh, they don't know what's going on. And we're at the precipice of the flip against Nicole. Sorry, if you don't know that's about to happen because it's going to happen on the Wednesday night episode. So we're at the precipice of things about to happen in this game. Things kind of haven't been happening in this game as they've been slowly evicting people of color, which isn't fun. I don't agree. So we're on the precipice of things happening. We can talk about it, you know, later in the episode. We can talk about it when Danielle gets back. But um, Nick nominates Cliff and Jess because everyone's playing conservatively. And he even says it. I nominated you because you have been nominated before. Like when you literally have no reason to do anything, you're playing so conservatively that any any status of other, that status being having had been nominated before, so you're used to being nominated, so I don't piss off anybody else by nominating them, bam, you're on the block. Nobody would be sad to see Cliff or Jess go. And uh David and Ovi get some get some real get some real airtime this one by watching <laughs> the nominations from from above with blankets over their heads and camp comeback. Um, you know. So there's there's our episode. We kind of rushed through it. I've been talking for like 17 minutes here. There's our episode. And uh uh, we'll talk a little bit about what like, I don't even completely understand what happened after this episode. Hey, if you don't want to hear anymore, if you want if you want to watch the uh, Wednesday night episode unspoiled. Goodbye. Danielle will be back unless she's literally stuck in Vermont for another five days. Goodbye. OK, they're gone. Um, so Nicole senses that she's going to be the replacement nominee and it's Sunday night as we're taping this. So the nominations have not happened yet. They will happen in the morning. Cat wins the power of veto. Did you like you like how I hinted at that? I was like, Cat's gonna play prominently into the next episode. But I knew, I knew she won the power of veto. I'm smart. You can look it up on the internet. The internet. Google.com. So some weird stuff happens. Like <laughs> right after this. Grateful and Sam, they're all in, they're all together in the HOH, and uh, Nick and Bella, who are just idiots. The way I understand this to happen, they have this news that they were going to be targets of Jack Jackson, whoever wins HOH from Grateful. If they won HOH or Nicole, you know, if Nicole would have won, they would have gone to Nicole and say, "Hey, you're in your ear. Nominate uh, Nick and Bella." And the rest of Grateful, upon like sort of knowing that this has happened, this has conspired, Nick and Bella have this information via Nicole that they were going to be the targets. The rest of Grateful spins it like, actually, actually, Nicole, you know, Nicole's making this shit up. Nicole's who we should target. Nicole's who we should go after. And 
I might be getting this wrong a bit, and there's some stuff about bullying. Nicole says to Nick and Bella that, hey, you guys have been bullying me, and that that's pissing them off. Hey, don't accuse me of bullying. Like, obviously, Bella does not take uh, any sort of confrontation or accusations well, as we saw from the beginning of the episode tonight. So it's just... It's just rough. It's just rough. Now, again, we don't know who the nominee is going to be, but Nick and Bella are, God bless them. We were high on them coming into this season. They're they're adults. I think they're going to nominate, what it seems like is going to happen is they're going to nominate Nicole. Grateful has spun this anti-Nicole thing while on the <laughs> at the same time, they're like putting up the bluff. They're like, they're, they want Nicole to be nominated so they can vote out Cliff, so they can blindside Nick and Bella. Weird, weird scenario, right? So Nick and Bella, they think they're all they think they're all good with Grateful. They think that Nicole's going home. Meanwhile, fucking Jackson's gonna win HOH next week, and they're gonna nominate Nick and Bella. You're gone. And you're gone for good. You're not even going to the jury, mate. So there's been it's been an ugly week. It's Big Brother. It's Big Brother 21. Hey, everyone's racist. <laughs> everyone's an awful fucking person. Everyone's like not very good at Big Brother. Everyone's blabbing their mouths all the time. I'm not crazy about this season, if you haven't noticed. So what it seems like is gonna happen, anything could change. And I I've been reading recaps, but it's a bit, it's a bit fuzzy to me. Seems like Nicole's gonna be nominated. Seems like she will not be going home. Seems like Cliff will be going home. Oh, Cat is going to take off Jess. Sorry, I didn't even mention that. Cat is going to take off Jess. They're buddies. There actually is like a bit of like a cat. Like Cat is unknowingly becoming this like power player. I hope she wins. She's the only deserving person. Um, so got a couple questions from tonight uh, that uh, that uh, we can respond to here. I appreciate you spending this time with me on a Sunday evening. You know, sorry that Danielle's not here. Write a letter at Amtrak. Um, at Johnny Linda, who are you rooting for to come back from camp? Come back, David. David, of course. Um, unless Nicole somehow goes home this week, then I would. I would. Slight, give the slight edge to Nicole. Um, may, or maybe not. Maybe you know, David or Nicole, if Nicole goes home. But if, if it is Cliff, as I've said, don't at me. Don't spam us with one-star reviews. Spam us with five-star reviews because you love us. That would actually be the true, truly galaxy brain strategy there. I want to see David. David knows what's going on. He clearly rubs some people, white people, <laughs> the wrong way by just existing. I want to see David come back. Johnny Linda again. Man, you're adding us too many times at Johnny Linda. Could the season be saved or is it doomed to this power alliance? Um, unlikely. Unlikely. Um, I don't know what BB needs to do if they need to split up the house in I mean, they kind of did this last year, I guess, right? Where they they did some they did some first night thing where they split up people, uh, they split the the 
16 house guests up in half to do that first HOH sort of thing. And some party lines sort of fell along that. But <laughs> Fute was such a fucking horrible alliance filled with idiots. Uh, who I love that they just couldn't get it together. Um, so I think this is going to be a power line. Well, the season, okay, okay, I'm going to go back through this question. Could the season be saved or it is, or it, is it doomed to this power lines? It can both be, it can be both at the same time and it will be this power alliance, but it will also be doomed. Does that make sense? So I think, yeah, I think the winner is going to come from grateful. The winner is going to come from grateful plus Sam. Sowie. Um, but I think this, I think this alliance is about to fracture starting next week. Even if that fracture is just putting up Nick and Bella. Um, I think Nick and Bella are unless like Jess wins. I mean, even Nick, Jess would put up Nick and Bella. Like Jess is not Jess is not good at this game. Even if Jess wins HOH and she should go after the power alliance and consolidate power amongst all the single weirdos, including whoever comes back from Camp Comeback. She'll nominate Nick and Bella because she even picked in, in the veto competition. She picked Christy or someone like she picked someone from Grateful. She picked Jackson last week to play in the veto competition. I forgot who she picked for the veto, but she she got house guest choice again. And she picked someone from the side that's trying to evict her. Oh, God, I mean, I wish there was some random power that was just like. Hey, house guests, Jess has to go home immediately because she adds nothing. So I think it could be, I think it we will not be doomed to this power alliance, but the season is already doomed. I don't know what can, can be made better from this season. I, but I think, I think the, the moves against Nick and like Nick had the power. He could have gone after Jack and Jackson. Maybe he does. Maybe something happens tonight. It's Sunday night where he nominates Jack or Jackson tomorrow morning. Unlikely. Uh, but I think the power alliance is about to start um, fall. Like this, this, this alliance has been held together by string, by floss, um, for you know three or four weeks, and it's amazing that they've lasted this long, considering that there's like eight and a half of them that they hate each other. That Bella will like literally open her mouth to anyone. Um, final question of the night: At West Defender, who is better, Cat or Caitlin? I love Caitlyn. The amount of chaotic energy, the aura that I of color that she brought into the season last year, and that like once she left, the season kind of sucked. Um, so maybe in in a way, she's really like the po the the MVP of BB twenty. Um, as much as I like Caitlyn, love her, put her in all stars. I don't care that she kind of sucks. Uh, she would actually be pretty good the second time around, though. I think she really understands um, just from her various pod appearances since Big Brother 20 was over. See, I think she really understands where she went wrong, and she would be really good at Big Brother again. That being said, I think just from where we are now, how the season has played out now, I think Kat is better. Kat's energy is so chaotic. <laughs> she is so weird. <laughs> She's so, I don't want to call her dumb, but let's just say dumb. 
that people don't even know what to do with her. She's got like crazy Johnny. She's got Johnny Mac energy. She's like, whoa, it's like so fucking weird. People don't know what to do. And spoiler, she won a comp already more than Caitlyn. Well, I guess Caitlyn did win an HOH, right? So they're tied. Caitlyn couldn't put together puzzles, as we'll see on the Tuesday and Wednesday night episode. So uh, I'm going to give the slight edge to Kat here. I think Kat is going to make it further in the game than Caitlyn did. And I think Kat's like crazy weirdo, like not even paying attention energy is like going to, she's going to like force Gump her way. Don't mean to call her dumb. Don't mean to disparage those who are differently abled mentally. I think she's going to force Gump her way like kind of far in this game. I might be wrong. But there we go. I'm going to end on a force Gump reference of all things i hope you enjoyed it i hope you haven't unsubscribed if you are listening for the first time please subscribe in fact these episodes don't feature just me ranting by myself they feature my good friend danielle who's stuck in vermont she works at a maple syrup farm now she's a maple girl well she is she is from canada so she does have that she she's just being drawn to the maple in a way that you know, a fish is drawn to the sea, a bird is drawn to the air. And Canadians, Canadians in New York City are just drawn northward to the maple. So follow me, follow us on Twitter at HeyJulieBB. <laughs> Email us, HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter at Brett Raider. Follow Danny at Danny Mop. We will be back Friday morning. To recap whatever the hell happened on uh, Wednesday night and Thursday night. Unfortunately, Cliff might not be there on Thursday night. So, thank you so much. I appreciate your patience. I appreciate you sticking around with me solo on a Sunday night. Have a good night. Have a good week, America, Canada, and all other countries of the world. You're all welcome here in America, by the way. Bye, Julie. Bye.